But we can start now. Okay. Were you expecting more noise out of that? I was expecting a little bit more noise out of that. <laughs> what are you pouring right there? I am pouring. Hold on. Let me get a little closer to the there mic There we here. go. Now I can hear yeah. you. Uh, sitting in this chair is not actually all that close for me. Um, the From the 23rd Ave Brewery, the... <laughs> Anonis? Anonis. There you go. The Anonis IPA. From 23rd Avenue Brewery down on the corner of 23rd and, I believe, Jackson, right in Seattle. Um, area that I spent a lot of time as a kid um, just because it was always... Uh, well, my dad used to always take me to the Ezels down in that area. Oh, up. yeah. And then that's the route we would take to always get to Husky football games because it uh, was just our way. It was the way and you he would And he would stop and get me food when, like in the all the places down in that CD area. So spent a lot of time down there when I was a, was a kid. It was kind of cool. I want to read you the side of the bottle. All right, right read now. it. Okay, it says, Cheers to the island girl who inspired this bold beer brewed with fresh cut pineapple. Ooh. So let's try it. Yeah, all right. Are you pouring it for us? Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'll have my hi-fi glass, uh, RIP to hi-fi. Looks like a good color to it. And I have my Abbey of the Holy Goats gla glass. Uh, uh, R.I.P. to them, too. <laughs> we got a lot of glasses of breweries that don't exist anymore. It's so, harder to get rid of them when the brewery doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. And I know we're drinking a Seattle brewery, but this episode is not on Seattle beer at all. We're going to our friends up north, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, ben, I can smell the pineapple on that. I guess uh, you can't celebrate the Great North. Uh, without a Seattle beer. There we go. But That's we weird. are uh, going to be talking about Alaska. That's very smooth. A little low on the carbonation side. Uh, it looked like it when I was pouring it. This was the very last of them when I w went to the brewery. So kind of a little story about this brewery is when I went there, I didn't actually know much about it. I know that they're open and they're only open, I think, Friday and Saturdays. So I went there and uh, was just kind of seeing, hey, what's going on with this tap room? So the tap room itself is not open yet. Uh, you can just do bottles to go. Um, so went there, I asked, like, Hey, can I get the IPA? And the lady there, she's like, yeah. And then they searched around, searched around, searched around, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. So she called up, uh, one of the brewers or uh, someone else there and was like, Hey, do we have any more of this? And he's like, Nope, we're sold out. Like, Oh, Hey, no worries. So I go and order, uh, the other, uh, their ale. I can't remember which name is it right now. Mm -hmm. Haven't had that yet. But when I paid for that and was walking out and she's like, I found another one. Did they only have the two beers there? They That's had three, and another one was a. Was, I thought I think it was a, a pepper beer. Oh, okay. So that, that a little bit goes a long ways with that. So yeah, I know that's not your favorite. Um. But I'm excited that there's another brewery going on, and especially in that area. So it's real. It's walking distance to standard mm -hmm. for anybody who needs to know. Oh, you know they needed another brewery out there. They did. Um, and I actually really like it. I think it's good. I hope that they open a tap room for i think that spot will be a tap room it's not gonna be a very big tap room well neither was standard when they started out oh yeah this somehow will probably be even smaller i mean looks like they're only brewing about a one barrel system um so but you know what you got to start somewhere yeah well for a one barrel system this is a very very good beer mm -hmm. just a little on the carbonation that's my only uh that could also just be the the age of the beer, yeah, being you know, in the bottle who for a little too long. But who knows? Anyways, um, yeah, it's good. I, I get think a good the flavor is really good. Yeah, I good can pineapple. Really taste the pineapple, and I like that. All right. So, do you want to talk about our friends up north? We went to Alaska. Yeah, we but, did. But we're going to specific uh, talk specifically about Juneau, Alaska. 
And by our friends up north, are you talking about the whales? Sam saw a whale. I saw many whales. Saw many whales. I saw flame. Flame. We are now, if you go, there's a website where you can show the tail of it. I'm sure there's a name for it, but... Um, and then each, cause each one of them is unique. So they have a name for it. So Sam for the humpback whales, yeah, for the humpback whales, um, for the orcas that we saw, we just saw orcas. Yeah. I'm Which, sure that you, I mean, you can track orcas too, but um, you just have to, you have to get closer and ask their name though. Yeah. I've seen free Willie. I know what's going on with yeah. whales. Mm-hmm. At one point they just jump over you and you touch their belly whale vaginas. Oh, okay. We went two different directions with that. Um, but yeah, so we saw Cinder and Flame mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other whales up there. And Pretty they cool. Were eating and jumping around and flapping their tails, and it was cool. Yeah, I, yeah that was uh, th- very cool. But we're talking about our friends up in Juno. We'll we'll say around the brewery scene up there. So not the eagles, not the eagles, not the whales, not the bear that you saw and ran away from. Sam ran away from a bear. Um, if you can follow me on Twitter for the story and the pictures about that. Um, but we are walking out of a bar. And you know, I'll tell you what, Juno right now has some great dive bars. I think you should just tell the story, like uh, just the short version. All right. So we were t- already halfway there. All right. So we, we, we walk out of the bar. So the first time we walk into the one bar, we're only leaving one dive bar to go to another dive bar. We turn the corner, and there's a whole bunch of people just taking photos. Like, what the hell is this? We go over there, look, and there's just a bear digging around through trash. And this is in downtown Juno. This is literally one business away from our hotel. Which I don't think this is, like, terribly unusual for downtown no. Juno. So we go over there, and, the, like, I go and use my zoom to the max on my camera and take a photo of this bear. Cool. We, we're going to go walk away. All of a sudden, like, someone just starts making a lot of noise and, like, ah, ah, bear's moving. And everybody kind of just runs because this bear, we have no idea. It's kind of stuck in its alleyway. And Sam just books it and hides like in a doorway, like it's an earthquake (laughs) of a building. Just like, (laughs) I ran from a bear. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'm not there to corner a bear. Like, I don't think the bear actually moved. I think people just like panicked. He kind of like took like three steps forward, I think. Like it wasn't like it, it. the bear wasn't being very dramatic. I was maybe not being. My response is maybe a little overly. And I get dramatic. it. Bears are terrifying. This was a, it was a big boy, but there was probably about ten people in between you that the bear would rather eat. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep those ten people between us. And that one, there's one guy that was way too close to the bear. Yeah, he may have not made it. I don't know. But the, actually, the hero of all this was a Alaskan Malamute that was owned by one of the. Uh, the unhomed yeah unhomed folks and um he just would not let the bear get anywhere near like the street so the bear would leave the alleyway the dog would like and chase him down and the bear would just run away well the bear would be like fine whatever yeah so the the alaskan malamute up there you are the true hero it just shows that huskies are wonderful animals and ducks and cougars suck Anyway, I feel like we've been talking about this bear for like a really long time. We should probably start talking about the beer. All right. So let's talk about the brewery scene up in Alaska. You don't want to talk about anything else in Alaska. There's a lot to talk about Alaska. There is not a lot to talk about beer wise. Uh, I liked Eagle Beach. If you're in Juneau, like some of the things that I thought were cool was uh, Eagle Beach. Uh, the tram, I think it is worth the trip up there. Terrifying. You're that butthole puckered, but you get to the top and they got some local craft beer up there. So yep, that was nice. That part was cool. Um, what else did we do? We did the whale watching trip that we already mentioned. That was pretty cool too. That was, uh, 
Alaska Tales, I think, mm-hmm. was the group we went out with. Um, and then what else did we do while we were there? Oh, golf. Just yeah. it's fine. Don't take it too seriously. We also saw Mendenhall Glacier. Oh, the glacier, yeah. The gla- it used to be bigger. Yeah, it did. Every it's person we showed pictures of, they'll be like, "Oh, I went to Juno in like the summer of '87." Oh no, that glacier doesn't look good. <laughs> it's still big, but every picture they show from like, even from like nineteen, you know, from like nineteen ninety or nineteen two thousand seven or even like two thousand fourteen. Oh no, yeah, oh no, we are we are screwing this world hard with our everything. But <laughs> we digress. You want to talk about the beer? Yeah, we should probably talk about. We only got beer. we have four breweries to talk about. That's okay. it. All right. This is probably the city that we went to that has the least amount of breweries. And the thing about Juno is when you're in Juno, you're in Juno. There's no other city you can go to. Right. Unless you take a ferry or a flight. So we it's are in Juno. It's like essentially an island on land. Yeah. It's like kind of going, like going to Maui where we only had so much to talk about. Yeah. So, But we have four breweries. We have uh, Barnaby Brewing. We have Devil's Club, Forbidden Peak, and Alaskan Brewing Company for those who love their Icy Bay IPA. Icy Bay IPA. Uh, and anybody who's flown Alaskan knows that or had Alaskan before. You always get that amber. You can find that Kolsch everywhere. So, you want to spend a lot of time talking talking about Alaskan Am- or Alaskan Brewing Company? Uh, I don't think we need to touch on it for too long. Um, they did have some beers there that were like exclusive to being in Alaska or being in the tap room. Um, and this is where I probably should have pulled up my Untapped before we started. Oh no! Um, I actually. Oh. Um, pulled it up, but my phone is being a little off you right now. You're like me right now. Are you opening Instagram? What's happening? No, I thought I had it queued up, ready to go. Uh, but anyway, they do have a couple of bre- uh, beers you can only get at the brewery there, which um, I think made it kind of worth a stop. It's also just like the outside to see like a massive production system um, for. Uh, a brewery and like f- that's in what is a relatively small city but distributes quite widely um was kind of cool i mean it, i think it's kind of the same thing that you used to see out in the red hook in woodenville but um i don't know it was all right i think it was worth the stop i wasn't mad about it uh we picked up some really good steak seasoning while we were there that um we tried when we got home and i was really into that yeah the the beers itself are fine uh there's actually three locations there two have beer one does not one is just like retail store so they have their production facility which is outside of town just a little bit yeah and that's the one that has like you can see the giant tanks and stuff Mm -hmm. outside um and they've got a little tap room there with a little store Mm -hmm. so that, that place is cool i mean you definitely are just in a industrial complex with their patio that's just part of an old parking gra- or parking lot but itself is it's very cool like and their you know locals went there because it is outside of town the uh, public house which is their restaurant that is right next to all the ferry terminals so if you are taking a ferry to Alaska that is the easy one to hit up like if you're just going to that uh, ale or that tap room ale house restaurant whatever you want to be like right on the pier there mm-hmm. which is very very cool that pier is gorgeous and they've done a good job with it and then they have this little just store that was right next to our hotel which is also in, in the um, downtown area like kind of in the touristy shopping area yeah and that's all alaskan um it's always worth a stop uh we didn't get any food there so i don't know how it is um but it, you know when they had fresh crab on the menu and fish and everything you know see when you're in alaska you just get all the seafood you yeah, want you get all the crab and seafood you can get all right, so that I mean Alaska was fine. What was your so of the uh, the three remaining? You want to do your favorite first? I know because we had a clear favorite. 
And I know we don't yeah. really do favorites, but each one had their all cool uniqueness to it. Let's do Forbidden Peak because it was outside of town a little bit in Ock Bay. And that was that was the first actual brewery we went to when we were down there. And location-wise and building-wise and kind of everything-wise. It's pretty dope. It's pretty awesome. So the bay or the brewery itself sits up on a little tiny hill overlooking Ock Bay. Mm-hmm. That's probably it's about 10 15 minutes just north of like the downtown um, Juno area. So you can Uber, which I highly not recommend Ubering out there. I know no. they have a bus system that gets you everywhere, but we didn't try. No. Um, but to get to uh, that Ocbe area, 15 minutes from that downtown. And when you get there, you just look at the view. It overlooks their... Um, it's like a marina. Their, their harbor, yeah. I guess. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. And the building is brand new. The beer was pretty dang tasty. Yeah. It I was good. No, no regrets about the beer. Um, and everything about that was cool. Like the They had food really good was, food there. Yeah. The food that was coming out was really good. I got like a burger there that was excellent um and uh yeah that's where i got my shirt from that's great swag yes they did have really good swag there and um, we, we actually went there twice just mm-hmm. because we liked it yeah so we went there the first day the first day we uh full day we were there we went out to the beach and kind of walked around and tried to uh do things that were other than just being at bars all day <laughs> um and then on the way back we were like well there's a brewery so we stopped there um, and it was like delightful. It was like really nice to sit out on the patio overlooking the water. And I got, um, s- uh, I don't remember what it was called, a Dragon Peak or something like that, or Peak. I mean, Dragon, I have my beers up ready to go. Um, which was like a fruit beer, not a sour, but a fruit beer. Um, and it was pretty good. And then I got the Hazy IPA, which I liked a little bit more, but that's to my taste. The so. Love is. Uh, yes. The love is that was the, uh, easy, and I found it actually multiple places in town. Uh, the city, the like all the dive bars and restaurants do a really good job of getting the the local beers there because you don't have to import it, I guess. So it's I get the impression that that's one of their flagship beers. Also, um, it's one that's been checked in by far the most on Untapped. The uh, brewery laws are a little bit funny in Alaska. I was, I was gonna go over those because it's gonna take a moment. Okay. Um, well, that just might explain why they do so much distributing locally to Okay, so the brewery laws bars. are very, very dumb. And they're changing, thankfully, but they haven't changed yet. So right now in Alaska, you're only allowed to get in each brewery. And this doesn't apply to dive bars, restaurants, whatever. You can just get unlimited hammered. Yeah. You can get just fucked up as you want. And I trust me, I, I went whales deep. <laughs> Ooh, whales deep. <laughs> at the uh, Alaskan Hotel and Bar on the local uh, distillery there, Amalga. Mm-hmm. Their rye whiskey. Oh, I went to town on that stuff. It was so good. Anyways, um, so right now, um, so you can only stay open till 8 p.m. if you're a brewery. You can only serve three 12 ounce pours. Four 12 ounce pours. So 32 ounces total. Or 36 ounces total. And how many beers is that if it's 12 ounces? Is that three? That's very embarrassing for you. Mm. What's your degree in? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three. I'm also looking at it right now on the website. Three 12-ounce pours. Uh, you can't have any sort of entertainment. So you can't have trivia. You can't have concerts. You can't have TVs. You, uh, one of the places for Bintik didn't have Wi-Fi because they didn't want to risk people like watching TV on their phones because all of that is illegal in Alaska right now. 
So you have a, you have like a look on your face. No, I'm just embarrassed about the math. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking three uh, or two sixteen ounce fours. Okay, that's or that's three I, twelve ounce fours. That's what I was thinking. Okay, it's fine. You're fine. It's yeah. okay. So, and then one thing I'm actually learning about is annually to keep your business license for a brewery, you have to pay a thousand dollars a year. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That is that's incredibly stupid for a small business. That is like anti business. Yeah, I mean, the laws are definitely not, like, pro-brewery there. Um, they are easing up on some things, though. Aren't they going to be able to have TVs, So, uh, So with the, the law change, and it's less, lessening a little bit. So they're allowed to stay open until 10. Ooh. They can have TVs. They can have up to four concerts a year. Okay. Uh, you're allowed to have any other recreational stuff there. But they're keeping the three 12-ounce drinks. Okay. It's stupid. It's yeah, still stupid. it is dumb, but... And talking with a couple of the uh, the workers there, they're like, there are some niceness to it, like, that 8 o'clock, like, we can get home earlier, but sometimes they're like, well, but it's when it's late till, or light till 10 to mi- 10 o'clock midnight range. Like, it's packed, and all of a sudden it's like, 8 o'clock, everybody get out. Mm-hmm. That's just lost business. Yeah, yeah. I think that's incredibly silly. So, at least Alaska's making some changes, maybe not as much as they want, some places want, but still they're making changes. So, but that, that's why when we got to Ford Pit and Peak, we uh, we ordered our beers and they had us a little card. And we're like, oh, what's the card I'm for? Like, I'm like, oh, thank you. And he's like, it's not that exciting. <laughs> oh, the card is just to track how many drinks we had. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, that's, I mean, the breweries have nothing to do with this. Like, and I know that they recently formed a Brewers Guild to help lobby for them. So progress has been made. Mm-hmm. Not a big state, very, or not a big populated state. Very, very big. Everything else, if you know what I mean. Like size, like it's big. It's like mm-hmm. double the size of Texas. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Size matters there. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's uh, that explains like when you get into the breweries. Like, I know Montana has some weird, awkward rules. Also, uh, when we were in Georgia, they had some weird rules. Although I've heard that changed. Um, Utah has had some uh, weird chain or weird rules that have been slightly changed over time. I mean, I don't know if you are this, but you are seeing a trend of what kind of states they are, though. Mm-hmm. Conservative states. Yeah. So, but we're not here to talk politics, but come on. I mean, boss, I mean, Massachusetts is very liberal. They don't have happy hour, so it's just weird. Like, there's a lot of these probably antiquated rules. Well, I mean, I don't think changed. that a lot of people are necessarily, like, making it a huge priority to lobby for brewery changes. I know. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, pro- it's definitely, like, you know, like, one brewery is not going to be like, you know what I'm going to do? Change yeah. it. And it's just, like... The breweries just want to like stay in business, so they're mm-hmm. just going to f- comply with the laws and make sure they're not breaking any rules, so that they can continue to serve you delicious, delicious beers. Mm-hmm. So for being peak, though, they mm-hmm. uh, they also what I liked the most about them though, they had a huge variety. They did. They had a huge variety. So I was able to. I mean, I we, I I, I utilized. We went there twice, so I had six of their beers. Uh, an IPA, the Lowe's Viz, the Ock Bay, the kind of a maltier IPA. Uh, the Ochness, which is a Schwartz beer, I like it because it's Ochness, like Lochness. Uh, the Golden North, their Lager. I had a Nitro from them. Um, uh, their Golden Spruce Ale, made with uh, spruce tips, and I saw that a lot of places up there where they yeah, there's a lot tips, of everything. spruce beers. Yeah. yeah, very very cool. Like use what you know when you go there, you'll first thing you notice there's a ton of trees up there. <clears throat> it's like being just dropped in the North Cascades. Also, the water's on top of you. Just that many trees and mountains everywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Overall, Forbidden Peak, cool. 
Next one, we didn't get it. Uh, we only got our three beers there. We only went there once. Was uh, Barnaby? Yep. Barnaby. Barnaby. Barnaby Brewing Company. Make sure I'm just saying that right there. Um, cool thing about them, they have a brewery cat. Yeah, Simcoe. And thank you. So we have a Simcoe. Bickerson's has a Simcoe. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have a cat named Simcoe or you should, a dog named uh, Simcoe. Roll like rotate around and take a look at your Simcoe right now. Simcoe, that is inappropriate. He's just on his back, showing off the goods. Yeah, that is you. He also looks dead. Yeah, he looks very lazy right now. He's, he's fine. He's, he's he's been rolling around over there. <laughs> he's just we caught him in a moment where he happens to not be moving. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So anyways, uh, uh, when I say Barnaby, Barnaby, Barnaby Brewing Company, Barnaby Brewing Company. Uh, I only checked in one of the beers there. The and I made you check corporate, it in too. The IPA. Um, I had the root beer there because I'm better than everybody. Oh, did that count as one of any of your ounces? I don't think it did because it was non-alcoholic. Okay, I was curious if that was going to count or not. I would be very disappointed. Uh, but this uh, brewery is in downtown Juneau, so you can walk there from the anywhere because you can walk to Juneau almost anywhere. Yeah. Um, I had the uh, Goods from the Woods, which was a, I believe that was Bruce Tipped. <laughs> um. I had their oh, which, what I else have? I had their oh beer bait, uh, bear bait, which is the raspberry wheat. I actually had that twice. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's, and it's very, very raspberry colored. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I had one more there, but I am can't find on my top. Oh, trop hours. This was oh, it was a tropical. Uh, so they labeled it as a tropical IPA, but it definitely was a sour tropical IPA. Oh no! So when it came to twelve ounce beers, that was a twelve ounce shot for me. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It was tropical, but it definitely was a sour IPA. I probably would have really liked it. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we trade then? I don't know. Mm. I think that was my last beer. I think I, I think already... I, I think only had two there, to be honest. Okay, that makes sense. It was kind of a. It was right before. It was like literally right when they were closing, so we couldn't get a whole bunch. Yeah. So, but that was cool. Again, they close early. It was like you know eight o'clock, and we we're trying to like get some drinks in, and I'm like, nope, time to close. Bye. Yeah. Uh, but the cat li- lives there full time. I like it. Yeah. Cat was cat was great, and then the last one, which is probably my favorite by a bunch. I think I like Barnaby and I like Forbidden Peak, and I would if those breweries were in Seattle, I'd visit them. Yeah, but Devil's Club, so good, so very good. That what that's on par with some of the better breweries in Washington. Yeah, I don't I know if agree. I would give you the Cloudburst Rubens like Bell, but you know it would be up there for kind of the next tier of breweries whatever you, you want those tiers to be in your mind yeah but to me it'd be like a stoop yeah yeah i can see that but they had a good variety they had a really cool location we went there twice it was like i get hit probably a pitching wedge from our hotel and make it there mm-hmm. um once we found the uh door yeah we kept walking the wrong way yeah um but they also had good sandwiches too yep the highly recommend the cuban sandwich there and again, this is in downtown. Uh, the signature IPA, very very good. Um, I they actually had I think they had like four or five IPAs. They had a handful of sours and a couple of other beers. Um, the Dock Jump, which is their hazy, I actually brought that back home as a crawler mm-hmm. and shared it with some friends, and they all thought it was very good. They gave yep. it, they gave it good reviews. Um, trying to figure out what else ones I had there. Uh, I had a collaboration. The, was that the collective perspective? Yes. Yeah, I had that one. I rated that a four. Yeah. I really liked it. It was a collaboration with a whole bunch of breweries from other locations in Alaska, which impresses me because, again, you have to travel <laughs> to get places. Uh, we actually have a crawler of that in our fridge right now. 
I think that will be shared tomorrow. With oh, friends. do we still have that? I thought we. Nope, we still have it. Okay. Yep. Uh, we also have the we or we don't have, but we uh, got the Do You Like, which is the IP the milkshake IPA. No, it's very that milkshake-y. was like a very uh, sabro tropical. Um, very, very pineapple, very coconut. It was mm. really good. I liked it. That's all my jam, so uh, I liked the f- it. The Fresh As, which is a New Zealand uh, Pilsner. Delicious. Really, See, I really think fresh that's as. the one we have in our fridge right now. You think? Yeah. Mm, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are. Maybe. Oh, right. You know what? You are right, because the other one we couldn't get a crawler of because it was in bottles, but I didn't want to buy a four-pack of it. Right. Yep, yep. So that's okay, though. So, anyways, that brewery and then the sandwiches themselves were good. I think that's maybe the only place where we got food that wasn't seafood. Um, yeah, other than my burger at Forbidden Peak. Yeah, but that was mostly because you were just starving. I know I was super hungry. And then I got seafood after it. Um, I did try two of their sours there, and um, I will say that like they, it's definitely like real barrel aged funky sours, and not just like um you know like a fruit loop sour kind of a thing which Mm. i like a good fruit loop sour don't get me wrong like i can get down with that but um they tasted like legitimate like barrel aged funky sour beers um they were really good we brought one back to as a uh thank you gift for our friend who watched our dog while we were gone yeah so um yeah those are the four breweries the distillery in town the amalga which i also believe is the name of a pokemon Oh, I think you're right. Like a fish? No, it's a flying something. Oh, okay. Who knows? I don't know. Anyways, uh, the distillery is good. Uh, restaurants, you know, any restaurants really stood out? Uh, Tracy's Crab Shack. Delicious, expensive. Expensive, and there's a wait. Like, you, like if you're on the way to the airport and you need to catch a flight, this is not the restaurant you want to stop <laughs> at. There was a guy who was ordered to go. That was very interesting. She's like, can you hurry up? I, I got to catch my flight. Got to catch my flight. <laughs> the I'm woman's like, like, we've got like 20 people in front of you on your ticket. Like, Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, go on an, an afternoon where you've got time to wait for the food. It's worth the wait. It is expensive. Um, but it is like you're eating seafood that was literally pulled out of the ocean. That's like right in front of you. And so that's pretty cool. Uh, walking distance to that, the Red Dog Saloon. Oh yeah, definitely. Wyatt Earp's gun you is there. You can see Wyatt Earp's gun. You can see a walrus dick. Oh yeah, I forgot that was there too. Yeah, and we when we sat, we sat like right like when you looked forward, you all you saw was just walrus cock, and it's like I don't I don't know how to describe it besides there's just a walrus cock. It's like mounted on a wall. Um, this place uh, you like has a sawdust all over the ground. It seems like one of those places where you throw peanuts on the ground. And nobody would give a shit. Yeah, basically. Um, we did get the crab cakes there, and they weren't bad at all. Yeah. Um, and they had their own red IPA. I'm not sure, or red, uh, just red L. I'm not sure who made it, but they had their own. Uh, the Grizz Bar. The Grizz Bar, very cool outdoor bar. Yep. Which I assume in August, awesome. January, not as awesome. But they had a whole bunch of heaters. It was right next to the ferry boat, so all local beers. Um, the Sandbar. Yeah, the Sandbar is close to Forbidden Peak, so it's a little bit out of town. Um, Best fish and chips in town. Yes. Absolutely best best fish and chips. Uh, Also, just kind of like a cool, like, sort of, you got a blend between locals and tourists um, in that one. So that was pretty cool. And yeah, definitely. There was a guy that came from a different city up to Ferry into just to get the fish and chips there. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then a guy brought us just a piece of crab. Yeah. He'd been out crabbing all day and he had crab in his car and he 
brought crab in for people. He brought one in for us and one in for another guy at the bar. Like Yeah, and they were from Port Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> so hi to those people. Yeah. So uh people in Alaska very friendly. Yes, very friendly. And then people. the dive bar scene, I don't remember all the name of the bars, but there's great ones. Like those ones, the like the Grizz and Sandbar all kind of have some local beers on tap. The Grizz definitely a more beer barish like than other places. Mm-hmm. Alaska Bar and Hotel. What do you imagine a bar in 1920 was look like? Dirty, dark, awesome. Yeah, there's a stage. It's it's great. It's kind of amazing. Um, I would highly recommend stopping in that one. I think it's become a little bit of a tourist trap, but it's worth stopping in for sure. And any of the bars on that main drag right there are pretty cool. Like yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot of drinking in Juno. Yes. Bars stay open till 3 a.m. Yeah, and there was like a lot of different kinds of bars. Like there was a lot of the really divey bars, and then there was a few that we went in the last night we were there. Or like nice. Mm-hmm. I went into one uh, cocktail bar at one point and got a couple cocktails and a Rainier, but everywhere I went they spelled Rainier wrong. I noticed that. Uh, I noticed they that. could not figure out how to spell Rainier, and that's just like a shot to my heart. That's okay. Maybe it's a thing up there. Yeah, Rainier. Yeah. Or some of them just spelled way off too, like R A N I E E R. Like, what are you not even trying now? <laughs> Rainier. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else you could? <laughs> you really there's so much. There's only so much to do in Juno, but this is why. So we actually have another episode of Ben coming out soon. Ben yep. already went, went there again. Um, I probably wouldn't make things too long, so we're gonna break this up into two episodes. We're trying to squeeze as much last minute travel into the end of the summer as possible, but I think we're officially done for the, at least for the next month or so, so. And then we have Boise back up again. See if there's any new breweries in Boise coming soon. So in the meantime, we'll do our best to try and uh, check out some new spots around Seattle. And we'll talk Fresh Hop during the episode. And that's the other thing. We have Fresh Hop coming up. Oh, I'm going to drink so many beers. Last year, I did not get to 200 beers. How many did did you get to last year? Like 150. Okay. Ruben's making nine right there. There's boom, nine right there. The two beers coming out like next week. The Sabro uh, like crop is like... Ready to go? It's like today or tomorrow. Oh, wow. All right, two weeks then. And then we get then yeah, a couple weeks after that we get the Sabro. But like the early hops have already been picked. Beer there are there is fresh shot beers in people's tanks right now. Crazy. <sighs> yes. So it begins. All right. Do you have a favorite beer in Alaska? By the way. Oh, um, I mean, I would definitely actually probably what was it? Don't say the perspective collect collective perspective. I was not I, going to. I was going to say the. Boom, the Devil's Club, the milkshake one. Oh, that was very good. Whatever that was called. That was called... Uh, Do you like? hmm So, Juno, thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs up. I would 100% go back. I liked it there a lot. Maybe not the best brewery town in the world, but the breweries they have there, very good. Worth going to. For a town of 30,000 people, you might expect a few more breweries, but no. I mean, it has more breweries than Renton, and Renton's like three times the size, so... True. So, anyways... uh. Cheers, everybody. Crack, have some uh, fresh hot beers yeah. soon. Drink all those summer colches. Yeah. And have fun. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.